This is Politics for the Soul. I'm Bill Hackett. And I'm Elaine Hurd. And Elaine, you're going to lead us off on our topic uh, or topics for today. Okay, well, we talked in our last podcast about the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And that decision was based on privacy rights that are guaranteed in the Constitution. And I thought it would be interesting to look at just three privacy rights that we have gained over rulings from the court. And I want to ask our listeners to think about this because this is politics for the soul on whether or not these rights should stand because these two are based on privacy. I want to ask about whether or not a couple, whether they are same sex or opposite sex has a right to have sex, however they have it, in the privacy of their homes? Yes or no? Bill? Well, of course, yes, they should have that right. Okay. So amazingly, prior to 1962, we did not have that right in the United States. Did you know that? that you know, was, I was aware of it. Yes, I was aware of it. Okay. That what they called sodomy laws, that sodomy was a felony in every state of the United States punished by a lengthy term of imprisonment and or hard labor. That included sexual acts between the persons of the same sex and sexual acts between persons of different sexes in some cases, depending on what that act was. The Supreme Court upheld the constitutionality of this in Bowers versus Hardwick until 1986. However, in 03, just this millennia, in 2003, the Supreme Court reversed the decision with Lawrence versus Texas, invalidating sodomy laws in the remaining 14 states. How do you like that? So do you think that with the overturning of Roe, based on privacy, the privacy rights of a woman to make medical decisions about her own body with her doctor, which now the government decides. So she has lost with the overturning of Roe, which which will presumably happen. Women are relegated to second-class citizens now because the government comes in and says the state, the government, says you must carry that baby to term. Now, let's clarify. There are some states that will still allow abortion in their states, but more than half are likely to overturn it. And the ideologues, the religious ideologues, want it banned in all 50 states. So that's the next next fight and argument. So I, I want to be very clear here. But we're talking about the overturning of Roe at a federal level takes away the privacy of a woman to decide medical decisions with her doctor. So you are voting for that we should not go to the government deciding which sexual acts we're allowed to have in the privacy of our own home. Is that right, Bill? Do I understand you? Well, yeah, that's correct. I, I th- I'm not sure if the court is going to reach that far. They might. If you had asked me a week or two ago, I would say no. But now with uh, this impending Roe decision, it's possible that they'll that they'll say that states have the right to go back to um, uh, setting laws that basically in the state's eye uh, 
ban acts that the state doesn't like what they would refer to as sodomy in the past. I mean, these laws were used against um, uh, gay and lesbian individuals for years. Uh, and it is all part of that conservative, religious, right-wing right. Right. attack on the rights of individuals. That's and, right. You know, if, and you think about this, there, there are two thirds of the American people um, like, like the decision in Roe v. Wade. They agree with the decision in Roe v. Wade. They believe a woman has the right to do what she wants with her body. And the problem is though, if they're so willing to overturn Roe v. Wade, then where are they going in terms of privacy laws with respect exactly. to sex? Exactly. And then also you start to look at other big issues like gay marriage. Are they going to well, revisit oh, that? I'm, yeah, we're going to get to that. Okay, we're going to get to that. I just wanted to start with this one. I agree with you. I do not think the court is going to go back and uh, say we're going to put these laws back on the books. I just want to show you it was until 03 that it was outlawed in all 50 states in this country that these sodomy laws were overturned. So, you know, that's not that long ago. That's what, 19 years ago? That's not that long ago. And I say, yeah, they might not go back and try to do that, but we're talking about privacy rights. And so can we equate whether or not you can have sex in the privacy of your own home and equate that on whether or not a woman can make this, a decision with her doctor? Okay, these are privacy rights, and I'm, I want to equate them. And I'm asking our listeners to say, seek your heart, go into your soul. Is this right or is it not? So let's go to the next, next one. I've got three. The other one is the 1965 Supreme Court ruling, Griswold versus Connecticut, which struck down a Connecticut law, which banned preventing married couples from using birth control. Okay, so that again was not that long ago and it was also part of the basis of Roe and we have this religiosity in here that when you and I were both raised in the Roman Catholic Church, which says you can't even use birth control. Okay, that it's God's will if babies come. You know, when we were growing up, Bill, families were much larger than they are now in the Catholic right. world. Okay, so... Here's my question. Does a married couple have the right to use contraception in order to decide when and how they build their families? Yes or no? Is that a privacy right that should be maintained that people should have? Yes or no? No, they should be forced to not use contraception. Oh, okay. So you're pause, you're going back pause. to your Catholic just, you're going back just, to your Catholic roots here. I'm having a little fun with you. You know, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Of you know, of course they should have the right to use contraception to do whatever they want in the privacy of their their home. And and this again goes back to all of this insanity of of the past. Um, you know, they're they're, they're it's, it's one thing for a religion to have certain teachings, but don't impose those teachings on the rest of us. And, and you have a great number of Catholics who would agree, like, come on, you know, I have the right to use contraception. I have the right to do what I want in the privacy of my home. They might respect certain aspects of the Catholic church, some of the good that's done by the church, but the church needs to stay out of regulating 
individuals outside of the Catholic Church. And that's then, right. It's and, the power of yeah. the state. We're talking yes. about the power of the state. Right. Right. And I, mean, I think for most Catholics, you know, most Catholics would agree, like, you know, of course you can use contraception. And, you know, you, you let's think about this, too. Let's think about all of this privacy and all of these concerns and all of these things. You know, <laughs> there are Catholic parents, there are parents of other religions, there are atheists, and they have young, uh, they have teenage children that are becoming adults. And there is going to come a time where these young people engage in a sexual activity and sex. And don't they want these, their children to be informed? Don't they want them to be able to know how to take precautions? Don't they want them to be, um, you know, aware of what's going on in life? And I think the problem is that some of these religious groups, I mean, no offense to anyone who, you know, it's great, you know, if you read the Bible and all of this, but if you're really out of control with some of these teachings and you're living back in Little House on the Prairie days or some craziness, um, you really want your children to be educated and you want them to know the options and you would want someone to know that they have an important thing is for uh, uh, individuals to use contraception. So I just, I think there's, I, I, I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm having trouble finding words because I can't believe we're talking like this in 2022 in the United States of America. It seems like we're in retrograde. It seems like we're going in the wrong direction here. It's a a federalist society. We have a federalist society court system now. And the Republicans have driven this. We talked about it in our last episode. This, they want to turn the clock back. Right, right. Now, now my understanding is, yes. In America. Puritan Puritan. Well, you know, you, you do. You talk about, you know, there was Puritan Massachusetts and I'm from Rhode Island and uh, uh, originally and Roger Williams escaped the Puritans in the Bay Colony, Massachusetts, fled to Rhode Island and established a state for religious freedom. And and, you know, he is such a key part of the history of Rhode Island. And the whole idea is on top of the. Uh, state house in Rhode Island, the state capital, is the independent man. And it's to signify independence. And it's to signify, and yet, you know, it's 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 fascinating because I'm 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 relatively sure Rhode Island is a heavily democratic state and it's very pro-choice, but yet it has one of the largest Catholic populations percentage-wise. I think when I was growing up, it was something like 73%. Catholic. I think it was the percentage-wise for a small state, the heavily, uh, uh, the most heavily percentage-wise Catholic state. And so, but yet people recognize, and I think they do recognize in Rhode Island, and people probably say, oh, you don't even know what you're talking about. But I do believe that they are overwhelmingly pro-choice. They are overwhelmingly pro-democratic in who they elect. And um, so where am I going with this? I think that there are people within religions who recognize the importance of separation of church and state. Well, and, that, and that's, and that's, that's the, the important thing. Because yeah. if you're Catholic or any other religion that doesn't believe in a contraception, I could care less. That right. is your right to live your life. But what you are seeking to do by, and we've already had the case of Hobby Lobby. Do not think this is that far-fetched right. that, that the state, the government, 
yay Federalist Society, who's turning back the clock on all of us, that we will have to get approval from the state to use contraception and decide what kind of families we have. No, this is, we're talking about privacy. So I'm asking our listeners in your heart and in your soul, do you feel that a married couple has a right or any couple has, do you have a right to contraception or not? Okay, because Griswold was overturning the fact that a married couple could not even make their own decision. Do you have a right to contraception or not? That's the issue. Do not be surprised if that's next on the chopping block with our Federalist Society Supreme Court. So we're going to go to the last issue. And everybody is saying, holy moly, you wait. That is marriage equality. And that is whether or not you can be married to the person you love, which was a 2015 Supreme Court decision, Obgefell versus Hodges. Um, By the way, all of these decisions, Roe v. Wade, um, the sodomy laws, uh, Griswold, and the gay marriage uh, was a majority Republican court who thought this was a great idea, but was pre- Federalist Society dominated everything. So let's go to the last one, Bill. Do you think that a person has a right to spend their life in marriage with the person they love? Yeah, absolutely. And and the court ruled on this and it 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 was a long, hard-fought battle. Uh a lot of people will remember Proposition 8 that passed in California. Uh, there was a there was a window of opportunity where the Supreme Court in California had ruled that marriage between same sex partners was allowed. There was a window before Proposition Eight was passed by the voters, and there was about a three month window. And uh, about thirty six thousand couples were married, eighteen thousand couples, and um, uh, thirty six thousand individuals, eighteen thousand couples. And so then uh, challenges so. Challenges were brought to overturn Proposition 8 because then that went into law. They stopped the marriages in California, and then it began its creep up to the Supreme Court. And uh, and the Supreme Court, you know, took a look at these. And finally, it was the California Supreme Court, I believe, first that then said that Prop 8 was unconstitutional and then onwards and upwards. It's a whole conglomeration of cases and individuals. But the, the bottom line is then the Supreme Court ruled that um, basically a marriage equality for all. So don't be surprised if they try to take that away. I mean, Roe v. Wade has stood for 50 years and they're just seemingly going to cast that aside. So something that was ruled on by the court in 2015, uh, it, it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if these judges argue, well, this is an easy one to take away. And, and people should be really on guard and people should be really engaged. And, you know, I really want to say to any individual, first of all, if you're a woman, you should be registered to vote and you should be voting for every Democrat you can. And if you're a gay man, a lesbian, however you refer to yourself, transgender, you should be registered to vote. And if you're voting for anyone other than a Democrat, you really need to be your head, your head examined. And, you know, I don't even know if they exist anymore, but there used to be these log cabin Republicans that were gays that were part of the Republican Party. They do I exist. Mean, they do it, exist. Well, they need to, 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 you know, they have to have a screw loose or so, two or three or well, four, but, you know, anyways, sorry. And, and, and that's a good way to end, Bill, because uh, beyond saying to our listeners that you need to examine your heart on whether or not people have a right to spend their lives together in marriage if they right. love one another. 
let's go to the voting because this is about politics for the soul. I don't care if you don't agree with the Democrats on a lot of things. Heck, I'm a Democrat and I don't agree with my own party on some things sometimes. But right now, our rights to privacy are under threat. And this has been a 50-year march for Roe v. Wade to overturn it. And it has been the political activism of the Federalist Society to turn back the clock. And they are legislating the ideology of the extreme right through the courts. And so please take a look at who you are voting for, local, county, state, and federal, because our rights to privacy are now on the chopping block. So that's all I have to say, Bill. How would you like to end this? Well, you know, I'll I'll just say if they continue on this right wing religious bent, the next thing is that they'll be saying that they that uh, all women need to be barefooted in the kitchen. And they'll probably have some rules about men being out, you know, hoeing the crops and the oxen. And, you know, let's just keep going back, 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 back in time. So anyways, it sounds absurd, but, you know, I I, I think we're, we're we're realizing how absurd uh, the Republican Party is and how absurd the Supreme Court is, and it's losing credibility and it's losing, um, you know, we're starting to really question our institutions when they're doing things like this. So I am going to end though with a hope for the future, and the hope for the future is instead of this, because I, I, I sound a little but it's upsetting, is that I think we can all rally together. I think we can stand up for rights. And and the bottom line is, uh, you know what, if people can rally in other countries facing invaders, uh, we can rally facing uh, a Supreme Court that is off the rails. Anything else, Elaine? Nope. All I want to say is, uh, you know, thanks for joining us for Politics for the Soul. And uh, go ahead and say bill that we've had a great discussion here and people need to vote thank you for bringing that up yes and i'm bill hackett and i'm elaine hurd and please america wake up and start voting your values have a great day